Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Looking for a great haircut or shave experience? Come to Champion Salon and Barber. Our skilled barbers and stylists are dedicated to giving you the best service possible. Whether you need a simple haircut or a complete grooming package, we have you covered. And while you're here, feel free to enjoy a complimentary beer and chat with our friendly staff. We have two convenient locations in Waco and Woodway, Texas. You can also book appointments online or through our app, making it easy to schedule your next visit. So why wait? Visit Champion Salon and Barber today and experience a cut above the rest. Welcome to Boobays. Boobays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about a listener favorite. Yes. Uh, Carrie 2013, suggested to us by Miss Nikki. Nikki, that's right. Yep, one of our super fans. And she is a super fan of this remake of Stephen King's original work of Carrie that was released in 74 or 76? 76. 76, yes. Um, way before our time. Yes. Um, but I thought for some reason my brain was like 2013. <laughs> I was no. like, we were alive. <laughs> no, no, no. The other one, but yes. also, um, just shows like how everything, like things never die. They get remade. They get brought back to life. And, um, yeah, yeah. It's a new iteration for an, another generation to, Iteration um, for another generation. Wow, well, that rhymed. Uh, for us to devour, and so yeah, I, I do. You want to get into it? Yeah, sure. We were talking about how it was directed by Kimberly Pierce. This one yes. stars Chloe Grace Moretz, mm-hmm. Julianne Moore, Judy Greer are probably the biggest. D- Judy Greer is like in everything. She like is. supporting actress in everything. Yeah, like I mean, and she's great. Every character that she ever plays, I mean. I believe it for the most part. Yeah, and she did a great job in this film too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. probably one of my more favorite roles. I think she was, yeah, she was my favorite character by far out of everybody in the film, and she's not even the main person. Yeah, um, I think, and we, I didn't feel that way necessarily about the original gym teacher. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, the original gym teacher didn't have as much um, like depth Sass. of character. I feel like as this one, yeah, had um, more complexity to her. Which is odd because I feel like everyone else lacked that Mm, mm -hmm. in this one as compared to the original. Mm, Gotcha. Like especially with Sue. Okay, yeah. And Tommy. Yeah, there wasn't as much. um, I feel like you just didn't. Yeah, and you didn't get as attached to them Mm. as because I kind of was really rooting for Sue and Tommy towards the end of the other one. And then this one I was like, well. 
Yeah. And like when Tommy died in the original, I was like, damn, really? And then in this one, I was like, uh, it also probably could do with the fact that it's Ansel Elgort. And well, I don't know much about him. I'm pretty sure he's been canceled. He's, he was in what else? Um, um, wasn't he in the the, s- the Hunger Games? No, was, he wasn't. No, he was in that other one that I'm trying to think the of. Divergent. Divergent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that I can think of him from. He also makes music. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He was in something else that, oh, the one where the girl dies of cancer. I can imagine him singing. Um, cancer? The Fault in Our Stars? Yeah. That was him? Mm. I'm pretty sure. I thought that was Cole Sprouse. No, that's no. another sick one. <laughs> that's another one. There's a lot that have that same <laughs> storyline. Story Everybody, a walk to remember. Yeah. That's the OG. <laughs> now, if you know that one, um, all right. So, uh, Kimberly Pierce. Um, we, we were talking about how she directed this as well, and she only has four movies that she's remade, which is pretty interesting to me. But and they're all like super spaced out. So, like, I wonder what else she does in the industry. Maybe she just you know, only picks up things when she really is passionate about it. Oh, yeah, I'm looking up stuff on her. Apparently she's like an activist and stuff. I don't know. Hmm. She stays busy. Maybe that's why. But uh, getting into it, yeah, like you said, we have a lot of... Oh, and Julianne Moore, by the way, we kind of like slept on her. I yeah. mean, that's a really big name, like that's you said. a huge name. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's been in so many things and um, I enjoy her acting most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And she did a good job in this one. It just, she didn't, as we were speaking about a little bit, before we started recording she didn't have the same like creep factor i feel like they tried to tone it down in terms of like because in the original i feel there is that creep factor but it also kind of um it straddles like a line of camp almost yeah you know of how like creepy and like whatever they are and you know the mom especially um, and I feel like they tried to do the opposite of that, but it's like an overcorrection, you know, like they yeah. tried to correct, but it was I don't know overcorrected. If it needed, and I don't know if it needed to be corrected because I liked, I liked, because it didn't. I mean, I can see where you would want to take this and make it to where it's not like, creepy. well, no, like, it's not even that. It's not even the creepiness. It's like, like for instance, in the original, like when the mom is getting murdered with, you know, getting stabbed yeah. and stuff and she's moaning it for me was comedical more comical yeah and the original as opposed to where i feel like this one they were trying to make it more like serious but it's like i feel like they could have done a little bit of it but they didn't need to turn it up like a hundred you know yeah, what i mean yeah yeah um and but with I get as much as the i feel like the religious factor wasn't as big in this one mm. Cons- mm-hmm. i mean even though it was still a very prevalent part it didn't it didn't feel like the same gravity. I felt like or the something pa- towards it, and it felt like the pacing in this one was a little bit more. Um, it was trying to get ahead of itself almost, mm. and then it would have well, to. Well, f- yeah, they were trying to fit in more scenes mm-hmm. in the same. It's the same exact time Run frame. Time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one minute longer. And so it felt a bit more rushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the first one, and they made certain scenes original. longer, like Chris and Billy's death. Um, mm-hmm. That. I don't think necessarily needed to be as long as they were, in my opinion. Like the whole chase and stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how just like not a, even a second thought in the original, Carrie just blows him up. <laughs> She's just like... On sight. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. And this one, she... I mean, she kind of tortures him a bit. Yeah. And this one, everything felt more... much more intentional with Carrie's powers yeah. than it did in the original. And in the original, she was just kind of like, well, I don't know what this does, but let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it more so stemmed from her emotional distress Mm -hmm. and wasn't necessary. I don't feel like Carrie intended to kill everyone. Yeah. I feel like it was legitimately kind of an accident and she just can't control couldn't control her powers. Yeah. And then that's like why the whole house swallowed itself and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So this one, it felt like I, I didn't really feel that sorry for Carrie. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, she's murdering people straight yeah. up. I thought it was really cool. Like crushing the people in the bleachers. Oh, yeah. That was a cool scene. I, oh, and then like with the electrical cords yeah. to that one chick and then she caught on fire. Yeah. Yeah. When she caught on fire, that was cool, especially with the Pretty dress. Pretty brutal. Like yeah. going around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I liked it. I just didn't feel as bad for Carrie. Oh, yeah, for sure. In this one. Like it was Well, like, I think also that goes to like cgm cgm is mm-hmm. that her initials that cgm's performance was kind of a bit at times like i felt like she was dazed and confused like she was kind of out of it a little bit you know yeah. what i mean i think so. i don't know if that makes sense but um it just felt like she kind of didn't have as much going on in her face especially if you compare it to sissy spacex yeah performance because mm-hmm. she did such a phenomenal job and then talk about just general creep factor there mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. she but there was no comparison really but and i feel like that would just be hard in general to recreate well also too if we if we want to go in fair let's um i mean the original was really good and we like it you really yeah. like it so it would be hard if for anything to kind of exactly. stand up next to yeah. it yeah i don't think many people could give the same level of performance Mm-hmm. that sissy did i think also too for the time it was just like it's kind of one of those things like i feel like it was encapsulated ca- a time period you know what i mean encapsulated mm-hmm. and so like putting it into days like perspective yeah like, having the cell phones and stuff made yeah. it weird and, and i was like also like nobody like nobody nowadays i feel like is would ever be like plug it up plug, like i know yeah. that i feel like there is bullying yes but like I don't like to that. Like, I feel like there's I don't a, think that jargon would have been used or yeah, any of that. But I mean, anyways, um, digress, digress. Um, we start with the movie, right? Going into, um, miss, uh, white, Margaret. Mrs. White, Margaret white giving birth to Carrie. But you know, she obviously, she doesn't think she doesn't know. Is it an, she I thinks it's a cancer. I didn't know I was pregnant moment. Um, it's a baby Jesus situation. Happening. Yeah. Except for Mary knew she was pregnant, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's a little different, I guess. But also, Margaret um, is just crazy. She had to know she was pregnant, and she was just in denial. Yeah. Yeah, because she has some had sex. stuff going on uh, in that mind of hers. Major delusional Yeah. bits. And so she ends up giving birth, and... The, now, the, remind to, me, did the uh, original... That's a real baby. Yeah, it looked... Yeah, that was pretty real. Yeah. Red, bloody... Um, the original who? Did the original start with the birthing scene? I do not remember this at all. Okay. No. I thought this was a liberty taken, yeah. which was, I didn't mind it. I thought it was um, kind of interesting to see this part, uh, especially with her reaction to the baby. Once it comes out, I thought mm-hmm. she did a really great job of acting and um, just, you can see all of the thought process happening in her eyes and yeah. As she's going through and deciding, am I going to murder this baby? Yeah, literally. That I can't believe I just had. Yeah. Which I feel like that's a wild, that's such a wild concept. 
um, because she's got them shears in her hand and she's ready to just like plunge. Yeah, into she gets this, so close. Like very, you know, the baby. Like an inch away from this little baby's cannot face. Cannot defend itself. Um, but actually it can because she's got telekinetic powers. Yep. Um, and that's what stops the, uh, I oh. feel like that's what stopped it. Oh, really? Even as a baby, like as a baby, like. I thought she just came to her senses. No, I feel like there mm. was like a force that like. I feel like that would have made her kill it more. And then for her, that I felt like that was a moment of weakness where she was just like, I felt like for her, that was a sign to not do it. Mm. Mm. But also I'm going back. I pulled up the notes for the other one and it did the, the original started with them playing volleyball. Okay. Um, yeah. And then title. And then of course, titties titties everywhere the shower scene yeah. remember um and so because that jumped right into it and so now we're in this part where um um after doing all of that we've got a title card and now we're at the pool um where the first og movie started yeah where and we're playing underwater volleyball yeah as compared to normal volleyball because they were outside originally it, oh that's right yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and also too like um that's an Olympic thing, right? Is it make it harder? Is that the whole point of it? Like, yeah. what's what's the point of doing it in the water? I think it does make it harder. Okay, gotcha. Is it? Is, is it? It's. I would assume so. Under what's water polo? That's is that different. what that is? No, I think oh, that's okay. different. Because I've heard of that too. Yeah, I don't know sports. I don't either. But it, to me, it was just like, why did we do it in the water? But I think I, it does I, make it harder. I love being in the water, so I mean, you why can't not? move as quickly. You know, you're yeah, not as I feel agile. like you're just stuck in one spot. Yeah. For the most part, because otherwise you're like, and you can't. When Trying you're, to splash, and yeah. then if the water is, you're probably coming up through the water, which I imagine has to kill your momentum as you're trying to yeah, get that's the wild. ball up. Shout out to everybody who plays that sport. Water Kudos volleyball. to you, because that sounds hard. Um, and so they're playing it. Um, the coach is then having to kind of... Um, What's the word? Not invite. Coax. Coax there. That's a good one. Coax Carrie to join, you know, the fun, the team, because she's kind of always on the sidelines. And Can't she, sit on the sidelines every time. Mm-hmm, and she um, has to serve the ball, and she accidentally hits Miss Sue in the back of the head. Yep, serves it right to Sue's head. And everybody's like, oh, OMG, eat shit, bitch. Eat um, which shit, I think Carrie is the White. most... <laughs> Like each, did they, is that what they were saying in the original? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. I bl- I'm pretty sure it was eat shit. Cause I'm just like, who says that? Eat shit. Eat shit. Eat my shorts. Um, and poor thing. She kind of laughs a little bit. And also she never says, I'm sorry. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> She's just kind of like. She just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> once everyone else starts laughing. And then that was when Chris came in with the, you eat shit, Carrie White. Yeah. And um, it was like. Okay. That was Chris is a for. bitch. She Chris is. is a grade A psychopath. I hated her. From the instant. Yeah. She also had a face that like, sorry, or kudos to the actress because like she had even that like resting bitch face mm. of just like, man, that looks like a mean girl. Like she, she had was too just much spray tan on mean. too. Um, her lips were a weird color. Or were they? In comparison to her. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. put too much fake tan on. She was uh, trying to get that Staten Island girl look, maybe. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, all that happens. And now it's a shower time. Thankfully, they don't do it like they do it in the original because that's just weird and creepy. Yeah, um, it's much less sensual. Yeah, because these are teenagers, remember? Yeah. And I think especially she's barely getting her period, so she's like a freshman. Yeah, so she's, like she's probably like 14, 15, coming of age. Like that's, yeah. So. Um, but everyone else, she's in senior classes. Is, is that what that is? Oh, because everyone else talking about prom and all that shit, yeah. right? Because mm. she was in class Maybe with she's Sue smart. and them too. She also could have just really, really, really developed like super duper late. 
That's true. Um, it's not some people Because some people do. Yeah. And especially I feel like if she's been sheltered and that like type of like, you know, I feel like that affects physiology, biology and all that stuff. Yeah, so, I would agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, crazy. Um, and so she's unfortunately, um, we all kind of know she's taking a shower and then all of a sudden we got blood that's coming on to her soap that falls and she's freaking out. Which um, the which, amount of blood on that soap. I was, was like, it a lot? I it don't, was. Okay, I don't know how, how Just, much would. It looked like, I don't, she must have been having to have bled a lot, a lot, A, for that amount of blood to, mm-hmm. to come out in the shower. Like, because when you're on your period and you take a shower, like, I my sponges and stuff don't get covered in blood. Yeah. I'm also not, like, shoving them. Up your cooker. Yeah. But, like, also, I don't know, is it different for your first one? Yep. Like, was it like? I felt like mine was less, Mm. because it's it's got to deal with. I don't know. I think we talked about this in the original one, right? Just the amount of blood that was there is like it's just a lot of blood. Horror movie. Yeah. They gotta they gotta get it in somehow. Leave it up to Hollywood. Um, and uh, make sure to DM us about your uh first period and let us know how much blood. was there um and so we also um have her doing the same thing like running up to the girls freaking out help me help me and she gets blood all over sue and sue already is like what the fuck freak yeah (laughs) which was i was like damn um and she thinks she's dying and they're like it's just your period and plug it up starts happening chris starts getting Mm -hmm. the tampon just saying it's just your period plug it up she whips her phone out immediately Mm -hmm. too after she starts throwing tampons at her and is filming the whole situation which is i do feel like would happen and in this day and age yeah Mm -hmm. if people were bullying and stuff like that Mm -hmm. there's cameras on everything yeah because i mean like the moment anyone gets in a fight or anything people pull out their cameras to record Yeah. yeah I feel like it's not impossible for this to have happened. It just was, it was an added layer to the movie that, you know, made it relevant for 2013. It would have been weird if they didn't have like cell phones at all. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they kind of had to tie it in unless they were trying to stage it in the 70s. I was about to say, I want that movie. I Where want they, it like, now, keep it in but the 70s. stage it back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very Truman Show. Um, and so, or oh, Truman Carey crossover. And she breaks the fourth wall. And then they're like, because like everybody knows that she's psychic, but they pretend in that world that she's not. But then she ends up breaking through and then wreaks havoc in the real world. I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, and so anyways, um, with Jim Carrey playing uh, <laughs> uh, Carrie. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? Um, it's like the mask happening too. Oh, dude, throw imagine. that in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so... All of his movies, actually, <laughs> as I just started, Ace the Grinch, Ventura. literally everything. <laughs> um, and so we have um, the, the the girls basically attacking her because that's what it is. It's assault. And she's freaking out. And the teacher finally comes up. Mrs. Jar- Dejardin? De, yeah, Dejard- Dejardin. Dejardin. Right? Yeah. Dejardin. Dejardin. Um, I think they called her Dejardin. Yeah. But on the subtitles, it looked, yeah, like yeah. De, it looked French, Hardin. Spanish. I don't I even did. know what it was. Um, but uh, Judy Greer comes D. up. Mrs. D. I'm going to call her Judy. Uh, Judy. She comes up and she is, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. And 
the way that Carrie like puts her hand all over her and gets like blood all over her tennis skirt. Bloody handprint on her her. white tennis skirt. I think it was blue. Or was it blue? Oh, you're right. It was still a very, still very noticeable. Yeah. On it, because it it looked like a murder scene, like Mm -hmm. a bloody little handprint right on it. It fucked up her skirt for the rest of the day. Cause she didn't change, and I was like, "Girl, you don't got nothing else to change into." Yeah, You're she was wearing that all the way to the end of the day, and then like, yeah, I was like, "I know that that mm-hmm, that's gross." Yeah, that's really gross. <laughs> that's someone's eggs. Someone's lining, eggs. just uterine <laughs> lining. Um, and so sloughed off. Yeah, she ends up slapping Carrie, um, to kind of get her back into reality because she's happened freaking in the out. Original as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and which. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm, that whole. Anyways, slaps her and then it brings her back. But at this point, I think that's whenever still all of the before she slapped her. It's whenever all the tampons and everything beside beside her were like moving, shaking. Yeah, a little she was bit. kind of like pushing them away from her. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of pushing away from her. And the lights blow out. Yeah, and then the light blows out after. I think after she hits her, mm-hmm. and she's like trying to hold her and stuff. Which is also, like, I feel like at that point, I would have been like, oh, that bitch got powers. Yeah. <laughs> like, or would have been like, that's a really weird coincidence. But once you saw the stuff floating on the, or pushing away from her on the ground. Yeah. Once I noticed all of those things moving away from me, I would have been like, hmm. Yeah. That's a little weird. Sounds happening. The light exploding could have been a just very muted? weird coincidence. That's true. But the stuff quite literally moving away from someone's body. No, you can't really explain mm-hmm. that away. And so, um, unfortunately, we have Miss Carrie in the principal's office, and she is having a talk from Miss Judy and the principal, and they're, you know, trying to uh, make her feel better. I don't know, trying to just kind of, you know, calm down the situation. And but again, the principal doesn't know her real name. He calls her Cassie. Calls her Cassie. Yeah. Um, and then he thankfully gets it right quicker than the other oh, principal the one, yeah. mm-hmm. than the original yeah and judy's like i'm sorry i slapped you yeah <laughs> i should have handled it better acknowledges that fact mm-hmm. in this one didn't in, in the other the one, 70s no and so um at this point the principal's like we're gonna have to call your mom about this incident and at that point we kind of get some information of like that she's been homeschooled her mom has issues with the school um obviously from carrie's um demeanor as soon as they say her mom you can tell like damn like she's afraid of her mom she don't want them to call her mom she looks very unsettled Mm -hmm. and she's just almost literally shaking in the chair yeah and it's like please no 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 don't call my mom and then this sets her off so much that she ends up exploding the glass water jug Mm -hmm. that was in the principal's office which those are those glass not normally but it looked like glass yeah no i know no it definitely was glass but i'm just like when normally they're plastic those are usually plastic and in the original it wasn't it a it was a coffee mug that she exploded right oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. on his desk i don't actually don't remember it was something it was something smaller um i think i think you're right a coffee mug with pencils in it or something something it didn't have coffee in it necessarily yeah maybe it was water i think maybe he brought her a water cup Mm. and or like water in a little mug that he had that makes sense yeah i think the mug of water exploded um yeah which again i probably would have been like that's pretty weird why does all this weird stuff keep happening around carrie yeah 
especially something as big as that water jug mm-hmm. shattering. That doesn't seem like just a like normal it would happen at any other time. Yeah, it seems like someone caused it, or like someone shot in there or something. I forgot John Travolta was in the original. I just see my notes right now. John Travolta. Who did he? Pl- did he play Tommy? I think so. I think he did. No, he didn't. No. no, he played the bad boy. He played Billy. He played Billy. Yeah. Bad Billy. That's right. Because I'm looking at I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. He played Billy. Because in the original, I have, oh, my God, John Travolta. And then what the fuck? He just slapped Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, But yeah, because I'm trying to, I was trying to see what was, what, what it was that blew up. But um, anyways, we are, have, she runs out the room like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With no explanation. And they're just kind of like. Okay, bye. Um, and then she is waiting for her mom to pick her up. Um, and those two boys are just like being dumb teenage kids. And then her mom comes up and we have the incomparable Miss Julianne Moore playing yep. Margaret uh, White. White. Yes, I keep forgetting her last name. And at this point, too, we're also getting care. Uh, nope, Chris and Billy like Mm. making out and then they're mm -hmm. sending sharing the video and stuff so it's like proof like that she's got that video and she's definitely not afraid of sharing it with people we Mm -hmm. haven't seen her post it yet but she's definitely showing it setting the stage up for that yeah um and um in my notes yeah it's like the kids outside are being sluts and yeah because she like literally jumps into billy's arms and it mm-hmm. looked like they're about to start like fucking on the hood draw and i was like jesus christ this is a high school and margaret's watching them like damn These kids mm-hmm. heathens going right to hell same with sue and billy though or sue and tommy whenever they started making out at the beginning in the um mm-hmm. pool mm-hmm. room too i was like yeah this is a high school Mm, get your lips off each other i yeah but and also too though you you've worked with kids now that are that age as an adult so you see like the like y'all shouldn't be doing that yeah i remember back like i remember seventh grade i had people two people who will not be named and they were making out so hardcore like in the hallway like in front of everybody and like it was like a car accident like all imagine all the seventh graders like just uh what what oh my god yeah and like giving each other hickeys and yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah and then like, i mean i remember, I high remember school, there were people kids, that would make yeah out. Mm-hmm. and i re- remember people getting caught having sex in the bathroom too <laughs> Ooh, i yeah. didn't i never been around that one but i've yeah i wasn't i can imagine i wasn't like th- present no no when no, it no happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. but i remember i remember some people that i knew i didn't got I in trouble for doing that i think that happened at the junior high after I was already in high school and then nothing ever like that happened while I was in high school. But I've heard stories like that. I mean, I'm sure it already, it happened and they just, people didn't get caught while I was there. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. I just, it's not necessary, but mm-hmm. yeah, that is probably the teacher and me coming up being like, get off each other. Yeah. <laughs> Six feet apart. Save room for Jesus. Save room for Jesus. Slut. Um, little slut. No, I would never. Baby <laughs> prostitute. Um, and so <laughs> the, she's driving Carrie home. Um, the, they don't really talk in the car ride until they're kind of already at the house. And then she's getting out and she's like, I don't want to go inside because you should have told me, mama, about my period because I was bleeding everywhere and they were making fun of me, mama. 
They were laughing at me. Yeah. And then her mom's being funky. Unreasonable. Yeah. And then we have this one kid coming up saying, crazy Carrie, crazy Carrie. And she ends up making him fall off his bike. Which happened in the original as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, that's just funny, though. Crazy Carrie, crazy Carrie. Um, I know. How rude to also come up to her car. Because I think in the original, she was on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think she was walking home or something. Yeah. And he said that and little she jackass over. yeah but little, this time he like comes up and presses his nose up to the car window mm-hmm. and it's like get get the fuck off of the car little kid he was asking you for it to be pushed over um and she is finally going inside because i mean what else is she gonna do um and at this point she got her mom's in her bedroom and she's bumping her head on the wall yeah you just hear this like dull thudding sound Mm -hmm. as we enter the house and as we make our way upstairs we come into a scene of margaret just banging her head on Mm -hmm. the wall just going like boom yeah i think basically like punishing herself for what she thinks her daughter did or whatever this Um, one focuses a lot more on like self-harm Mm-hmm. too mm, with her mom especially yeah yeah i see that like the seam ripper and stuff mm-hmm. and you see like the scratches on her arms and yeah. stuff like that too and it was um odd yeah i don't know if it was entirely necessary trigger warning um mm-hmm. but yeah um she's doing that and then of course carrie's like mama please stop hurting yourself like you don't have nothing's wrong it's natural um and then I think that's when her mom is telling her to repeat after her. And she's like saying stuff that's like, uh, well, what she's do you write talking about the curse of blood. Yeah. She's like basically saying that Adam and Eve, you know, Eve oh, was created yeah. from Adam and, and then she betrayed God. And so he brought out a curse on her, a curse of blood. Curse of blood. Yeah. Um, and yada, yada, yada. And then <laughs> I love how Carrie's like, that's not even in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. This yeah. is what everything else. And then her says. mom just stands up, grabs that Bible and just doom, dumps her in the head. Yeah. And I honestly, it almost felt improv because Chloe's like reaction, I felt like when she was on the floor was like, oh, okay, that looks like that was real. When her face was like. <laughs> yeah, she was like. Appalled. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. um, and Did you just hit me, bitch? Literally. Um, and so she's just like um, trying to get away from her mom and her mom's saying, you know, calling her a sinner. And she's like, I didn't sin, you, you sinned. sinned. And ooh, that's what drives Miss White over the edge. Yep. And she's like, uh, "Go to your closet. Go to your closet to pray." Mm-hmm. She opens that door, and she's like, "Get in there. Mm-hmm. You've done, you've done too much now." Which the closet is center. Yeah, which the closet itself is like a cast member because it's such plays such a heavy. It role felt like it almost played less of a role in this one than in mm-hmm. the original as well. There was a lot more time she spent in the original where it showed like all the like the bleeding Jesuses and yeah. all that stuff and like the heavy emphasis on like the, the Christian iconography. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't even really see anything because it then focuses on her mom for the most part. Um, but yeah, she puts her in the closet, and that's not a place where anybody should be. So <laughs> happy pride. Uh, happy pride. <laughs> Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, 
and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all-natural whole food ingredients, and they are crafted from the highest quality all-natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. I love smoothies, but I don't love smoothie bar prices. With my Blendjet 2 Portable Blender, I can make smoothie bar quality beverages for a fraction of the price. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking the whole house. Lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. There are also over 30 plus colors to choose from. I myself chose black because it matches the color of my soul. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to this quality. Power and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. (laughs) So... Margaret locks Carrie in the closet mm-hmm. and says, you know, you have to stay in there until you pray and think about your sins, little mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how she kept calling her a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. She said it a lot. Uh-huh. Little girl. It's just weird. And then I was like, that's how I talk to the cats. Oh, well, that's are your cats. It's different. Yeah. I'm like, oh, little baby. Yeah. I mean, you can baby your cats. Your, big girl. your pets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, with Kara, I'm like, hi, princess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, little baby. Yeah. Um. So, or I called her an old lady earlier. When uh-huh. I was, yeah, because she was. You old hag. She no. was being funky. <laughs> she was like walking slow. And then as soon as I like walked by her and she got a little past me, she started bolting. And I was just like, ah, you're just faking me out. Just faking me out. She's funny sometimes like that. Oh, but. Yeah. Carrie gets locked in the closet. She does. She uses her powers to crack a door, mm-hmm. which was didn't happen in the original. Mm-mm. Not like that anyways. Got that whoosh, crack right in the middle of it. Which pretty cool. comes into handy later for, for Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think in the first one, she just starts axing away at it, right? Or something, knife, or she's using something. Yeah, I think so. And this one, she has already like a way to get out. But um, uh, after all of that, and... um. We cut to Sue and Tommy having sex, right? Yeah, we also get blood dripping from Jesus. Oh, so we do true. get the bleeding Jesus in this moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then Tommy and Sue having sex in a car. Mm-hmm. In the Jeep. 
very spacious Jeep, I guess. And yeah, apparently, um, I'm like, oh, you would know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, the seats do go down flat. Do they? Oh, all right. Maybe there's a reenactment uh, that needs to happen. <laughs> and so, um, Miss Sue can't uh, climax because she is feeling very uh, bad and guilty about what she did for to Carrie. She starts talking to Tommy about it and Tommy, you know, starts talking about his old bully in this kind of old, you know, story. And he kind of is the catalyst for um, Miss Sue trying to think of a way that she can um, make up her wrong, basically, yeah. like, you know, get rid of her guilt. Um, and she ends up, um, Oh, at this time, it even transitions to Chris and their friend Teeny, and they're with her boyfriend Billy, and, you know, they're being rowdy and whatever these rowdy teenagers do. And he's not even a teenager, isn't he? He's, like, older than them. Yeah, he looked a lot older than like, them. Oh, yeah, like he was a senior two years ago. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, um, there and this is where we get that they Chris is basically the one who starts uploading basically, like, a Facebook page for Carrie. And it's like putting her video and like, or was it to YouTube? It was YouTube. Is it YouTube? Okay. Yeah. But they were saying stuff like, like it favorite was, movie, mm -hmm. blood something. Blood sport. Yeah. Favorite drink, Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah. They were doing stuff like that. So uncreative. But it was to YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, we basically flash back to mom. Right. Yeah, because she's at this point going. She's doing her little sewing thing, and she and singing, mm -hmm. all creepy like. And she goes to the closet to let Carrie out, and Carrie's asleep. She wakes her up. She's like, you know, come Did on, you finish little your girl. Prayers, little girl. Mm -hmm. And uh, Carrie's like, yup. And sure did. Let, yeah, let, you know. And at this point, whatever. Next day, we're at the field. Um, Miss uh, Judy is. Um, Boom, boom, boom. Basically talking to the girls, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's kind of, she's oh, that's right. really going above and beyond. Yeah. Um, she's doing too much. It would have been questionable. Um, it was a bit abusive. Yes. Yeah. The, especially she was like, what you guys did was really shitty. Now she's not wrong. Yeah. It was really shitty. But you probably shouldn't say that to, to the kids. Yeah. And then the way that she walks up to Chris and it was like talking to her about, you know, kind of antagonizing her yeah and then goes to sue and she was like mm, you're going with tommy i would have voted for you guys but not now yeah. and it's like <laughs> damn what are for you real. are you in are high you school are you a student too like come yeah. on you're supposed to be their teacher <laughs> i know there was kind of a level of um uh what's the word non uh when you're unprofessional yeah unprofessional. Uh, yeah but i can definitely like i Lack had a, of I, I i know a teacher that I had when I was in high school that, like, w was in the drama that probably shouldn't have been. Like, so I feel like I know who this person is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel like, yeah, this is yeah. really not that far off from how some people act. Yeah. Um, but definitely was taking it a bit far. And then, of course, you know, she's telling them that you, they have to run suicides, uh, I guess, all week until... Um, I guess for making up for what they did, their punishment for being mean to Carrie. And, and if you stop running, you get suspended. Which means you can't go to prom. Yep. If you get suspended, no prom. And Miss... Probably no graduating, too. Yeah. Chris is the one who's really peeved off about it because she's like, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. This is bullshit. And she's really challenging the teacher, Miss Judy. And then... Um, Nobody else is really on Chris's side because she's trying to egg the because other girls on. Because she's being irrational. Yeah, she is. 
Um, and she's like, you know, if we all quit and we, you know, they can't suspend us all. Like, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. But there everybody knows. No everybody knows that they did a shitty thing. Yeah. And she's really not taking any kind of accountability for it. She's kind of like the worst kind of human being. Because mm-hmm. she even, I think, is so delusional at this point that she does not think that she did anything wrong. No, yeah. I think she wholeheartedly anything, believes that she was in the right. I feel like she thinks that Carrie deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> like. She did. Yeah. Uh She has a line later on in the film where she was like, she's been asking for it since the sixth grade Mm. or something like that. And it's like, that's fucking rude as hell. Come on. And so. um, Just admit that you fucked up mm -hmm. and take the punishment. But she obviously doesn't. She walks off. And so. She keeps yelling, this isn't over. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bitch, yes, it is. Get out of here. Just leave already. Very Karen behavior. Um, Yeah. And so suspended and we cut to Carrie in a bathroom and she's looking at herself and And we get another eat shit Carrie White on the lockers. That's right. Before that lockers were defaced. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes her do what she does in the restroom. Right. Yeah. She ends up breaking the mirror with her powers. And then lifting the glass. So she's making yeah the pieces levitate. So she knows she has some sort of power. Yeah. She can do something clearly. It's funny how that bitch came in and was just like, oh, hello. (laughs) But does, she I was mean, like, oh, yeah. OK, bye. For real. Um, <laughs> and so she goes to the library and because I think at this point, too, because of the at the beginning, um, Judy said, like, you know, you're excused from PE all week. You can go to study hall. So she's in the library. I think this is during her study hall and she's looking up all her powers and psychic books and all this stuff. There's a small continuity error here. Mm, what happened? Her hair all of a sudden got like really nicely well done. Oh, did it? I didn't mm-hmm. notice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked like she all of a sudden got a nice straightener. Mm. And before her hair was looking real not wavy and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, frizzy and mm-hmm. wild. And as she was in the library, she has a very like nice kind of polished hairstyle. She unlocked a new power. I was like, where did this bitch get a straightener? <laughs> yeah. She psychically straightened. Straightened. I don't her wonder hair. if that's even possible. Like could you the molecules like I don't know. Well, if she burned, if she made the door weld shut, that's true. Maybe she can shh, her hair. Yeah, I think so. I think it's possible. Okay, so that's what she did. Um, and so um, she's looking it all up. She's looking at the computer. Um, and then we, so it's like an inkling of her coming and understanding of like she has this ability and she wants to try to control it. And we cut to now her being in class and the teacher calls her up to read her poem. And the teacher's a really fucking big asshole. Oh, yeah. He's an like asshole. also making eyes at Teeny or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck her name was. Yeah. And it was like, that's disgusting. Yeah. You're not cool, dude. He's fucking a student. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely gave needs that. Needs to be reported. Uh, but she also knew a teacher the, uh, the high school that. <laughs> yeah. So a teacher in my high school too. also did. Yeah. Yeah. A couple times. A couple different instances actually. It's that's not wild. That hard, people. Yeah. Just don't do it. Oh, that's also, crazy. Find some people your own age. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> um well not, yeah. Anyways, so um Carrie is reading her poem and whatnot and everybody's talking over it and like I know this would not happen and like a real teacher would be like, Everybody shut the fuck up. But anyways, everybody's talking and laughing over her. And even the teacher is joining in on being like, oh, well, that was the most depressing, disturbing thing you said all year. Yeah, this is the most you've talked in the class all year. Are you done, like, disturbing us now? And then Tommy's like, asshole, Mm -hmm, under his breath. And then the teacher's like, what? It's like, oh, I said it was awesome. 
Yeah. Thought the poem she read was awesome. So at least he's kind of like coming to her defense a little bit. Yeah. I thought it was funny how everybody like turned their heads like at the same time towards him in the back. Like, yeah. What'd you say? That would give me whiplash. I just got a little bit of it right now. I'm getting nauseous already. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> and so... Um, then we flash to the mom cleaners. and the cleaners. Yeah. And she's sitting there sewing and we get this lady very impatient up at the front going like, bing, bing, anyone here? Ringing the little bell. Like, is anybody working here? Mm-hmm. And Margaret finally, you know, decides to go up there. She did kind of take her sweet time, but she was in the middle of something. So, yeah, I, I get it. Um, and we see that it's Mrs. Snell. So yeah. Sue's mom. Mm-hmm. Sue's mom picking up the dress for Sue's for prom, prom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and as they're sitting there talking margaret is definitely not as um open to speaking with her yeah you can tell she's already kind of like feels a certain way kind of standoffish um thinks all their kids are sinners she's not trying to convert her yeah like she was in the original mm-hmm. it's in the original she was would talk to her and they actually had somewhat of a relationship but mm-hmm. it was all just her trying to convert her mm-hmm. and stuff because like so that her mom came over to the house in yeah. the original right yeah um but yeah this is the only interaction we get between the two of them and they're being weird or you know margaret is at least for the most part and yeah she's like these are godless times as she's like cutting up her leg with, with the, the seam ripper mm-hmm. yeah um, so it shows that like I, she's like punishing herself for almost having inner any interaction with this worldly woman, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so um, and obviously Sue's mom is just kind of like Ooh, awkward. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Miss Chris being in trouble with, or trying to get her dad to get her out of trouble at the school office. Um, which I'm assuming is the next day or during the same day. I don't know. Um, yeah, who knows? Yeah, and so her dad's like a haughty lawyer. I don't know. Um, someone important, I guess, who makes her feel like he can get her off the hook. Uh, maybe he has many times before. But um, she is basically trying to say that she didn't do anything wrong. And then he is being condescending to uh, Judy. And then she, I love how she kind of flips it around on him. And she's like, well, you know, there was a video that got sent around. And if this is on someone's phone, it would be pretty damning to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when we see, like, Chris obviously was not stupid enough to smart enough to delete it. Um, yeah. And so she wouldn't give up her phone. Mm-hmm. This bitch knows she's guilty. Yeah. And her dad's like, just give him the damn phone. And she's like, no. And, and walks out. Runs out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get. Sue standing up to Chris, right? Yeah, because she Chris ends up going to the ble the the bleachers. The uh, what's the room with the bleachers? The gym. Gym. And they're all trying to Almost prepare like the locker room. <laughs> they're all trying to prepare <laughs> for. I, I, there's probably someone there too. They're trying to prepare for um the prom and stuff. And uh, Chris is like, well, you know, I'm not gonna go to prom, so you know, ha ha. I guess I don't know. She's really taking it all She's out just on being Sue. A fucking bitch. Yeah, to everyone. And she confronts Sue, and then at this point. Chris is basically saying, you don't even care about Carrie. You only care about like your perfect prom and this and that. Um, your perfect night. Mm-hmm. You've already practiced the sounds that you're going to make for Tommy. Which I'm like, like what they've perfect? Already they've already been fucking. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, Chris. <laughs> and so um, like she's fucking pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And so. Um, that was a weird additive. Too. Yeah. I was, I was like. Didn't. It wasn't in the first one. Necessary. But maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, she's going to give birth to Carrie. That's what it was like her Carrie's powers transferred into her. Um, and so, um, Carrie is now, um, 
at home at this point and she's reading all these books and she starts to make them float around her bedroom kind of practicing all of her powers Mm -hmm. making all of the books fly she even ends up lifting her bed off the ground yeah uh, which i was like now i can understand why her mom would think this is a devil oh yeah for sure possession (laughs) (laughs) and um especially when she starts hearing all that ruckus and her mom does not play any games because she grabs a knife and she's going upstairs to be like what the fuck what's going on which i was like why would you grab a knife to go up and check on your daughter, but she's crazy. She's also Margaret. Yeah. So, and so, um, she walks in and just, I guess, and then I don't know how Carrie pulls it off, but she makes it look like she was asleep and the lights are the off. And like, she's like, yeah. And all the books are neatly stacked and organized. Yeah. They're yeah. not on the floor or anything. Um, but her mom walks in and she starts tucking her in creepily and it's like, I'm not going to let anybody hurt you, whatever. My little girl. And Carrie makes the knife go off the table um, and then kind of smirks. So, yeah, just some more weird mom interaction. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Sue is at her boyfriend's practice the next day. And yeah, she, he's at lacrosse. Mm-hmm, she calls him over and she wants to talk to him. And immediately she's just like, I want you to take Carrie White to prom. Yep. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. And she was like, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. And um, he's like, uh, is this what is what? Is, oh, I don't even remember, but basically he's like, I can't do that. And she's like, no, you need to do this because we need to make things right. Yeah. Um, And she was saying that she can't go. mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I'm guessing, I don't know, some sort of punishment still got inflicted upon her. I'm not really sure. I feel like she was punishing herself. Yeah. More so. Yeah. Because, I mean, her mom obviously picked up the dress for her. So she was not grounded in any way. Well, and yeah. But like if the school had said something to her. I mean, her mom would have still had to pick up the dress anyways. They paid for it. I don't think um, she ran. She did everything. So she was she's she's doing this herself. Like this is her choice. I don't think the school had anything to do with it. No. Um, But um, we do have um, him then going to ask her out and she immediately thinks it's a joke. Yeah. And runs away from him miserably. Oh, yeah. For sure. Talking to her. He was very unbelievable. Yeah. He didn't he didn't go about it in the most gentle of ways Mm -hmm. i mean he was trying to be nice but it just didn't get very genuine fell flat yeah and yeah she runs away and then she's crying in the locker room yep and Mm -hmm. because and she even told them like stop trying to trick me and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then this is where we get the judy gym lady teacher coming up Mm -hmm. and we get the scene that happened also in the first the original yeah um where Carrie's crying. She <laughs> says like Tommy Ross invited her. Yeah. And that they are just going to trick her again and stuff like that. And then Miss Judy takes her to the mirror and talks to her about being pretty and says you have to change all these things about you in order to be pretty. Yeah. Kind of thing. Same thing. Same Not, concept. Yeah. That, I feel like they took that almost word for word. Oh yeah, for sure. She's like, if you would just stop slouching and put some, Stand you know, straight. pinch your cheeks, put some makeup on. A little curl in your hair. You'd be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not the way you are right now, sweetie. But uh, obviously beautiful. Carrie, um, but even as she's talking to her about that, Carrie kind of gets this like little, I guess, little boost of, I don't know. Confidence. Yeah. She does light up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times in this movie where Carrie lights up and mm-hmm. like smiles a lot more. Yeah, than in the first one. Yeah. Believingly mm-hmm. than Carrie. Carrie in the first one seemed much more hesitant the mm-hmm. entire time. And when she did smile, it even still was just creepy. Mm-hmm. And and um, next after this, we have 
Miss Judy going up to Sue and Tommy, just like in the first one, uh, because she's basically being like, y'all better not be fucking with this girl because that's fucked up. Yeah, better mm. not be playing a joke because and this and she has the same line too to Tommy. She was like, don't you think you'd look a little ridiculous with Carrie White on your arm mm-hmm. kind of thing? And it was like, just rude as fuck. That's but yeah. kind of mean, but OK. Yeah. But in the context of the story, yes, because <laughs> they're social. She's like a social pariah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's also got a girlfriend. Yeah. But also, whatever. This is what works for the plot of the movie. Okay. Yeah. This is what Stephen King wrote. So it's the Bible. We got to go by what it what it says. Lord Stephen King. And so um, he ends up going to her house, right? Yeah. At this point. And, and she agrees to go only stalkerish after he's pressured her, basically. Because she's afraid of her mom coming home and finding a boy. So she's like basically answering yes, so he'll leave. I was also shocked mm-hmm. at how, I mean, all these cars did look remarkably similar coming down the road. Mm-hmm. But I was like, girl, you don't know what your mom's car looks like? Yeah. Because each one of them, they were like different colors yeah. and stuff too. And I was like, it, she's she got just, another color of your car. She's <laughs> that paranoid. Yeah. Um, And so... Every um, car could have been mama's car. Yeah. She ends up going to a clothing store, I think, the next day. Mm. Right? It has to be the next day after school because she um, goes to the store. She's looking for a dress. The other girls, Chris and, like, Teeny and the bitches see her. So they're like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, she's going with Tommy and this and that. Teeny and the bitches. And Chris That'd is, be a good band name. Right? Teeny and the bitches. And and, and uh, Chris is very much, like, with just the look, like, very much, like, over my dead body kind of, you know, situation. Yeah. And then we have um, Carrie showing up to the to the, her house, um, and her mom's waiting for her outside. Because it's, like, pitch black. Mm-hmm. She got home really late. And yeah. mom is, like, losing her shit on the mm-hmm. front yard. Yeah. Like, lawn, very noticeably. And she's like, you cannot go to prom. Mm-hmm. And this is where we start getting a very PG version of the dog sniveling comment in the mm-hmm. basically coming and saying like that boy he's gonna come paw at you mm-hmm. and once they you've got the blood the dogs will smell it out and they'll figure out where that scent's coming from and yeah. put it in you basically mm-hmm. basically like dogs in heat yeah mm-hmm. but it seemed much more toned down yeah. than the original the original was like a very intense scene mm-hmm. where it was like jesus christ yeah yeah which I liked about the original. This Ooh, one, I mm-hmm. still liked this scene yeah. in general, but it, it just wasn't as intense and as graphic. Yeah, well, and basically because her mom's just, you know, it's that whole, like, they're all going to laugh at you. They're going to trick you, and this isn't right. Like, you know, he just wants one thing. They're all the same. And um, Miss Chloe, um, Carrie, there you go. She uses, this is the first time she's, like, like, what's the word like visibly uses her powers against her mom and her mom's like, Ooh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Cause isn't she make it like the, she lifts all the furniture in the yeah. house and, and her mom. It is very real. It felt like a very real reaction from Julie Hamburg. She's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> and, and then um, she wouldn't stand up and she was like, mama mm-hmm. stand up mm-hmm. and chokes her up and has Levitates her, her levitating from the ground. Yeah. Very Dua Lipa. And keeps holding her in the air for quite a while. Mm, mm-hmm. And then this is where mom starts saying like, oh, it's the devil. the devil. Oh, yeah, it's the, the devil. witch. Yeah. 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 Which I mean. Well, understandable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm getting like, you know. I would have been like, oh, something's mm, going on here. Yeah. And it's the obvious connection for her mind to make mm-hmm. with her. I'd be upbringing. like, oh, you're a mutant. I don't yeah. know. Or like, oh, cool. Like, oh. You got powers, but can you put me down, please? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it. 
Um, and so at this point, I think she does that and she's just like, um, does she put her in the closet? No, no, not yet. Yeah, that's right. It's just like it's donezo. And then we have um, cutting to Billy and his and the pig picking scene. Yeah, his friends going to go get a pig because they're obviously going to cut its throat so they can get blood for the famous scene. And um, the friends can't kill the pig, and so um, Billy has to do it. And then Chris joins in, and it's all kind of just like it's a little bit gross for me, and kind of really sad for the pig. So yeah, really um, sad for the pig, and it just didn't make sense to me. Like, cause Billy kills the pig, Chris slits the throat, and then they just start making out. Oh, and the like blood killing, goes on his face. Yeah, yeah. it's and very like killing an animal is like a turn good on. reason to go for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like I was like, what the fuck? It seems like it's weird because yeah, it seems like they're getting hot and bothered hot and off heavy, of it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, off of murdering something. But I guess that goes to show just how psychotic they are. Yeah. Right? Because isn't like serial killers they hurt animals? Yeah. So, so some of them do get off mm-hmm. on. On hurting people. Things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, oh, and then we have um, Sue vomiting. Sue vomiting at school. So it's kind of setting up the like whole, you know, oh, we, I mean, if you're a first time viewer, you probably wouldn't think like, oh, she's pregnant, I feel like. I, I did. Maybe. Because you're a woman, I feel like. Yeah. I not, was like, not to like, because she came out and she kind of held her lower stomach. Yeah. Or maybe that's true. I imagine that. But it, it kind of looked like the mm. way that she came out, I was like, she got morning sickness because mm, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And but then also I was like, but why? Well, I was like, what does that have to do with anything mm-hmm. or being pregnant? To it add doesn't. more stakes, I guess, that Tommy dies. I don't know. We're supposed to care more. Yeah. It didn't um, make me care more. Or maybe that's their reason in this one why Carrie spares her at the end. And at the other one, it was just like just because she didn't. Sue was kind of nice to her, I guess. Yeah. Um, and was, you know Well, and Sue goes into like cuckoo. Mm-hmm. She's oh, in like right. a coma. She's crazy, isn't she? Yeah, she's in like a coma. Mm. I think. And then we'll come to basically just to like be like, Where's everyone? And mm-hmm. then falls right back into the coma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at this point, Carrie's making her dress. Oh, no. After um, that whole situation, Chris, we see Chris and Billy sneaking the blood into the um, mm-hmm. uh, the gymnasium. They're getting all that set up. And then we have Carrie making her dress for yeah. prom. And everyone, we get shots of everyone kind of getting ready. All oh, yeah. The it's this montage. And the bitches and mm-hmm. then the boys, Tommy and everyone. Yeah. To it's a vampire weekend. Yeah. Something like that. Very yeah. happy go lucky music. And um, then. Yeah, then we get a confrontation making her dress. Yeah. And, and then we get a confrontation with um, mom. her mom because she's like, I can see your dirty pillows. Yeah, I might have known it would be red. She's <laughs> like, Mom, it's pink. <laughs> her mom is delusional. I, I'm glad they kept the dirty pillows line. Yeah, because it's iconic. Yeah, and it's such a weird way to t- describe like, breasts. breasts. Everyone has boobs. them. Yeah. Or all women have them. But I get what she means. Dirty, like dirty pillows, you know, your your dirty pillows. That's interesting. <laughs> Do you know? You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. And so anyways, um, after this little incident, um, Tommy shows up and that's whenever her mom's like really trying to stop her. Like, hey, you cannot go. Do not go to this prom. They're I won't let you go. They're mm-hmm. all going to laugh at you. And then, you know, Carrie's like, just let me go, mom. I promise I'll be back and then whatever. But her mom's not having it. And so she ends up having to use her powers on her mom. And um, this is when she locks her and puts her in the closet. Yep, mm-hmm. locks her in the closet, and then she, like, even welds it shut. With her powers, yeah. Yeah, 
and then just basically turns the radio up so that way Tommy doesn't hear the banging and screaming because mm-hmm. he's at the door right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but you can still hear it oh yeah the, <laughs> you can and he's like uh can we go and she's like mm, don't go yeah and she's like uh, yeah um, how do I look yeah and so they end up leaving um we get to the prom and it's a whole thing it's what prom is whatever he's introducing Carrie to his friends i guess or doesn't yeah he's introducing him to the mm-hmm. friends yeah yeah his friend um, and then the nice girlfriend who goes to another school exactly. so doesn't know carrie's or any of this stuff yeah. yeah doesn't view her as a pariah because immediately she's super friendly to her super and she's sweet. like i love your dress yeah you made it really mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. that's amazing that's gonna be me think. uh-huh i'm gonna make my own prom dress oh do it <laughs> um and so we have um you know it's it's honestly she's having a nice time she's, yeah it's so it's, you know this is the moment where it's like damn because you know what's gonna happen what's gonna come up next um tommy wants to dance with her but she's you know she doesn't want to get up she's being you know cautious shy all of those things yeah and it was at first to a fast song and she was like yeah maybe let's wait for a slower song miss mm-hmm. judy comes up to speak to her yeah and she was like oh my god you look so beautiful blah 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 mm-hmm. and stuff like that um but then whenever Tommy gets back from getting the punch and makes the joke about the punch being, being spiked, spiked to the teacher, to the teacher. Yeah. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I just, it's a joke. Um, but then he comes back and he asks Carrie to dance this time. And she's like, all of a sudden now she's, it's got a very like, no, yeah. I don't want to dance reaction. Yeah. And mm-hmm. cause earlier it was, she was just being shy and stuff. Yeah. And then this time she's like, no, I yeah. can't dance. I've never danced. It's definitely more like fear at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, he, but he, you know, he's a charming, nice boy and he gets her out to dance. Yep. Um, And I think at this point it does cut to, um, after the, like their little sweet dancing, it cuts to Miss Margaret breaking out of the closet. Yeah. Clawing Mm -hmm. her way out of the closet. Mm -hmm. She can't unlock the thing though. Mm -mm. So she's going to have to make herself a bigger hole to get out of it. Literally with her bare hands. Yeah. Like probably cutting up her hands, getting splinters, bleeding. Um, and she, um, yeah, so we already get the fact we get, we get that mom is going to be out of there soon. Uh, but we cut back and at this point they want to start doing the prom queen and king voting stuff. Yep. And Chris and Billy sneak in. Mm -hmm. And then this is where we get the line that was in the original as well to the devil with false modesty and then to the devil Mm -hmm. (laughs) as they vote for themselves. Um, so they kept that too, which I thought was cool. Yeah. And say, um, it ends up showing that Chris texts Sue and she's like, uh, your, your friend, your girl looks good, but she won't for long. Yeah. So that then sends off Sue to start going and running to the school. Yep. So we have that emotion and we also see that their whole plot basically is for, you know, Carrie and for Tommy to win because they're going to switch the votes up. They're going to make it so that they get picked and go upstage so that we of course they can drop the blood on over carry yep mm-hmm. and so all this you know basically goes according to plan for the most part um chris and billy are there they're waiting for it to happen um we get this interaction between them where it's like you know they're both crazy um and he's, he's like, like i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah because he's like if we if this goes wrong like this is jail time like we you need to take this fucking serious it's a criminal this, offense mm-hmm, this isn't just a little joke yeah. um and so at this point sue shows up they win they get caught up it's like Judy's this whole trying thing. to kick sue out yeah it's like there's so many things happening at the same time um and um at this point she's up on the stage and 
you know, what happens next. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure. Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes and glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water, powder, and pink Himalayan salt and is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO making it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions or preferences. The packets are convenient and easy to use. Just mix with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need a quick and effective hydration boost. Hydration is more than just drinking water. That's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. Lauren founded Decure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mixed to make hydrating easy for everyone. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code BOO for 20% off your order. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. Wongo puzzles are 100% wooden puzzles, meaning they'll last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning design and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. So what are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO and get 10% off of your order. This is the most fun you've had with the puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongo, W-O-N-G-O, puzzles.com and use the code BOO to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Wongo. He pulls the cord, but it actually doesn't go mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. So then Billy's trying at it mm-hmm. and then they're trying yet again. And then Billy finally gets it to go. And we get three different camera angles yeah. of this blood going. Dropping all over her, which I kind of did like yeah. how it did get over her. It looked very thick. Yeah, it did. Very, very viscous. Like honey. Um, yeah. And so and, um, you know, obviously splashing all over Tommy's and his white suit tucks. And um, he's like, what the hell, guys? And yeah, I, every, he's like pissed. Oh, yeah. And, and like you said, we get all those. It's, it's like all those different shots. So it's not just like one and done. And so it's kind of prolonged. And then everybody's like looking at her. They start to kind of laugh at her a little bit. But I think for the most part, everybody's kind of like, you know. Yeah. And uh, at this point. They start laughing once they play the video. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, because the video goes up played by teeny and it's of the plug it up yep and, uh, and then everyone starts laughing and that's it's like true. this is not funny yeah you guys this is really sad actually and then she looks up and she does see is it's billy or chris's glasses up there i, I think guess. it was billy's right? she but puts she it together. Knew. yeah um she's also psychic um 
but who knows? And so uh, she, this is when all hell starts to break loose, essentially. She cries once the bucket falls down and knocks Tommy out. That's she starts right. crying over Tommy, which... Which also, how did the bucket, in both movies, how did that bucket just kill, kill him, him instantly? I guess it just like Billy Mays getting hit in the head with that luggage. In the right spot. Yep. Yeah. Um, Hits you and... Lights out. Yep. Poor thing. Um, but yeah, he's dead and she's crying over him. And this is what is what sends her over the edge. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, the, she loved him, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Um, for the most part. The brief mo- time that they had together. Yeah. He was one of the first people to, like, probably ever show her kindness. Mm-hmm. So. And so she gets up and she goes off. And at this point, everybody starts to kind of. Oh, because the the blood starts like pulling off of her and floating and everybody's like, what the Are fuck? You Are this? you seeing this? And then they try to run for the exits, but she lets out like a, like scream. a scream and it like just it sends everyone forces flying. everybody flying. Yeah. The room kind of, you know, and I love how immediately Sue gets on the phone. She's like, there was an explosion. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, the explosion hasn't even really happened yet. Literally. Um, but she's like, oh my God. And then, um, yeah, Carrie just kind of goes full Carrie and just starts killing people. And this scene was a lot more, I feel like graphic, graphic. Yeah. Drawn out mm-hmm. than the original was. Yeah. The original happened so fast. Yeah. And the original was more like cutaway shots and like, you know, yeah. You're not really seeing these people dying. Get, yeah. Yeah. Dying and because getting smushed by the bleacher scene was probably my favorite. The bleacher. We have the two twins getting trampled. Yeah. Um, because she's forcing them down to let the people run over them. Um, we have, and then that girl, uh, like we said, I'm put teeny. setting bitch on fire. Yeah, teeny, because I actually, I mean, I thought it was really bad bitch of her to be like, like yeah. with the fucking wires, and that then she cool. ends up catching on fire. Um, and the way that, her, like, whenever her dress, like, catching fire, I was like, Katniss. Hunger Games, yeah, <laughs> literally, the way she almost gave a spin, too. Yeah, she did. Um, and I so, was like, it wow, was like, beautiful. Literally, <laughs> but there's a human being on fire. Yeah. Um, and so, and then, of course, like, Judy, the teacher, she's just watching all of this, like, oh my God. Horror. Like, yeah. And in this one, she saves Judy. Yeah. Because she, she kills her in the original, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Judy in this gets one, smashed by, like, the air <laughs> AC unit or yeah. something. And, um, she lifts her up. I, I forgot plan. that, that she doesn't die in this one. And she lifts her up and she spares her by putting her behind her because she then drops all that. She, the sprinklers and the water gets on the floor and she basically electrocuting everybody. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then everything starts catching on fire. Yep. And she's like throwing the burning moons at people. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. She's just very, it's very evident Going again ham. that this is all intentional mm-hmm. on Carrie's mm-hmm. part. She's, picking things up you see the gestures with her arms like proving that she's actually executing these movements as in when in the original she's not really doing anything besides walking Mm -hmm. she's just walking out and and everything's like going berserk around her and and therefore everybody's dying because of the things going haywire around her yeah yeah and she's not really having a attacking people she's not murdering people Um, like she is in this one mm -hmm. i mean she did murder them too (laughs) overall but I don't think she, again, I don't think the intent was there. Mm-hmm. I think, I think her body just, it was like flight or f- fight, flight or telekinesis. Yeah. And she chose both. And she so, did. um, at this point she ends up, uh, walking out essentially. Everybody's kind of, you know, coughing and like, oh my God, we're wounded. It's a whole fiery, bloody scene. Uh, there's sirens coming oh, the up. The way she flies out. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Comical. 
a little comical. Yeah. And then it's the way that like there's it seems like there's nobody's there as it's like aerial shot of her, but then we pan to her and it's like, oh, there's literally everybody around her and like yeah. Yeah. Um, but um she ends up seeing Chris and Billy's car take off and so she's gonna go after them. She's which like, she does. These are the people who did it to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get them. She goes after them. It's the way that they're trying to get away, and it's the way that she's standing behind them, apparently. And I don't see how none of the cop cars notice that there's a bloody teenager just walking in the <laughs> in middle, the of, the middle of the street. Yeah, to, and they're probably like, by. "This is least of our concern." Yeah. There's, there's Present, fire yeah. everywhere. And so they get over there, but um, she tries. Oh yeah, they're trying to get away, and she ends up doing like a whole airbender thing like earthbender and stomping on the road the ground yeah and it breaks the ground from underneath them so they can't get away she almost makes him fall into a sinkhole yeah like once it does catch up to him i love how he was like this damn town as if it was like (laughs) this is just a normal thing that's happening literally um, like it's a supernatural force and so they turn her they get turned around and of course she sees um carrie and so she's like oh my god it's carrie she's like run her down run her down and uh, they do try Damn. to do it, but of course she stops him with the force field, and um, I guess he dies. I don't know. I thought he was just knocked out. Yeah, but his nose did look like it like split open. Yeah, it was pretty gross looking. He's at least unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely dies in the explosion. Oh yeah, because uh, then Miss Chris is like and like sobbing and like freaking out, and then she moves his body over and she tries to run over Carrie. Um, but Carrie has other plans, and she makes her run into the pole at the gas station um, or the gas station thing the itself, pump. the pump. And, yeah. um, so, oh, uh, pretty graphic. Miss homegirl Chris goes flying and gets caught in the glass, the windshield. Yep. And her face gets halfway through the glass. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't she quite get, forceful enough to completely eject her from the vehicle, but mm-hmm. it did get her face shoved through. And that was pretty pretty graphic yeah like yeah. you said um and miss carrie gets to see her kind of take her last breath get her revenge on her yep uh because she does die but it's funny the way that even then carrie's like no nah, that's not enough and then blow him up still blows him up yeah yeah she knocks that pole down on mm-hmm. them which we already saw the gas was spilling from the crash mm-hmm. and it just goes electric pole onto them and lights them up mm-hmm. and then i i was like she should have told her to eat shit right as she was dying she should have been like eat shit that that would have been great yeah i would have i would have wholeheartedly accepted that change i would have stood up and clapped yeah Yeah. i would have been like okay yes bitch we're rewriting the narrative yeah now she's not a victim anymore she's not weird she's like i'm the head bitch now yep Mm -hmm. hbic and so um she ends up just kind of going home uh bloodied and in shock for the most part it looks like and she gets into the house she's calling out for her mom but her mom's not responding so she just goes immediately to the bathroom to wash the blood off of her because she's obviously covered in it um and she gets cleaned up and at this point while she's taking a bath we see that her mom is kind of slinking through the the house with a knife yeah um and at this point when she comes out they finally are having a confrontation and her mom's like you know or or no uh, Carrie's like they made fun of me mom or something or, you were right they you, laughed at me yeah there you go kind of stuff and, and her mom's like it's okay come here babe we'll, we'll pray together it's okay I'll I thought it was so creepy and weird is this in the original when she's like I'll be the preacher and you'll be my congregation I think I think it is that line made me cringe the part <laughs> like, that made me <laughs> cringe was when she was like telling her daughter 
I liked it when he put it in me. Oh yeah, like like describing how yeah, uh, her... she was like, I should have killed myself the moment he put it in me. Yeah, uh-huh. but then we, you know, he looked at me in that way, and I we got down on our knees to pray, and that was when he took me, and I liked. Oh, it. isn't this where she calls her like you're a cancer or something like she, that? Yeah, uh, or that was earlier, maybe. I think it was yeah. earlier. She was like, I thought you were a cancer, and then. Chloe, Carrie was Carrie's like, like, don't say that, mom. That's mean. <laughs> yeah. That's really mean, mom. Yeah. Um, and I mean, poor Carrie, she's like, okay, yeah, let's pray. And she like, you know, kneels and everything. And then as her mom's praying, she takes out a knife and just stabs her in the back. Yeah. Um, pretty They're metaphorical. The Lord's prayer. And on, mm-hmm. as she says on earth, as it is in heaven, just. And this uh, makes Carrie like have kind of like a little psychic bomb and like, you know, psh, they both go flying different ways. Carrie goes down the stairs. Her mom flies on the other side of the room. Um, and as Carrie is kind of coming to at the bottom of the stairs, her mom is coming towards her um, and she is uh, it's full attack mode. Basically, it's a confrontation. Yeah. Um, and Carrie obviously doesn't really want to hurt her mom, but her mom is coming at her with, with the a knife, knife and yeah. like very close to killing her. And so she's trying to hold her back at all costs. And then at one point it kind of I think Carrie is like no longer like. Uh, scared to defend herself she's like okay I gotta do something or else I'm gonna die and so she gets all the knives and scissors and everything sharp yeah. and it's because the mom has the knife like right and is kind forehead. of getting it's on her forehead at yeah. that point right yeah and because she had pushed her away with her powers but then her mom was like getting closer <laughs> to her head again even with the powers so mm-hmm. that was like she's like okay, her will we gotta do something mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, that's when she gets all the sharp stuff. And, and uh, mom goes at her. flying across the room. And not even sharp things. A metal ruler went oh, yeah. her. That's true. Which mm-hmm. about four to five inches dull, in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that just with enough force going through your skin. Yeah. It's like a tornado. Yikes. Tornadoes have the power to, like, you know, put straws through trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, she gets thrown and kneaded across the room, and everything stabs into her, and she kind of gets pinned up on the wall, very, you know, crucifixion style. Um, and, uh, you know, poor thing, Carrie has to like come up to her and like, and it, it was very different from the original because in the original, the mom was dying and it was like very like orgasmic almost. And yeah, it seemed like she, she was, was moaning. moaning while she was like taking her last breaths. I was glad that this moment didn't have that. Cause that was weird, uh-huh. but that it, it was fitting for the original, mm-hmm. like just with how the mom's character was overall. Well, in the whole movie, I mean, when we have. Uh, Carrie in the beginning basically being soft porn with like the yeah the titty scene and all that shower scene but yeah um in this scene she doesn't do it as long um but then like it's it's the fact that it's kind of opposite she's like and then Carrie comes up closer and she's like <gasps> and comes to mm-hmm. and Carrie pulls her down and is like I'm sorry like you know I'm you, you whatever Nothing's whatever gonna hurt you now mm-hmm. kind of thing and then that's whenever Sue comes in and it's so crazy to me too that like f- fucking Sue had to come in like after like she didn't walk in whenever mom was like attacking her yeah <laughs> so Sue it just had to come it looks in. very damning for for carrie, carrie. Yeah. yeah um and so and and i think if someone if anybody like if sue were to see like her mom attacking her it would explain a lot of like why even anything happened because this is basically like a caged hurt animal that is like just lashing uh, out protecting itself yeah um and so um yeah she comes in and she's like carrie like we gotta go like i can help you like this but then carrie starts like throwing shit at her and stuff and sue was like don't hurt me and she was like why not and then i've been hurt all my life kind mm, of thing is what she says and then all the rocks and stones yeah which i was like where are all these fucking stones coming from somewhere she's got the power to like yeah she's picking them up 
I was There's like, this would have made company. more sense if this was a they were the stone most, house. They were the most like perfect round stones. Yes. Yeah. They're like perfect skipping stones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were very smooth. And um, she, yeah, is, you know, very biblical. She's stoning herself and the house for what she feels is like, you know, her sin of killing her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I want her back. I killed her. And she pulls Sue close up to her, and that's whenever she psychically can tell, I guess, that there's two bodies in the in the belly. And oh, she's like, it's, it's a, girl. a girl. Which I'm like, how the fuck? But okay. How? Yeah. How? But okay. I guess that's just, she's basically God now. Yeah. At this point. Um, And so she spares Sue, sends her flying out the house, and then we just basically see um very, is it like, isn't it like poltergeist? Or like, you know, the house basically eats itself. Yeah. Like the original two just, you know, succumbs to itself and then gets sucked into sucked the ground. In. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we, it goes black and then we cut to a jury scene yeah. with Sue and they're basically trying to figure out how Carrie White was involved in all of this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why don't you say that this could all be explained in a natural way? And Sue was like, no, I nah. know what I fucking saw. She had powers and she we powers. pushed her. Yeah. And she said, you can only push someone so far before they break kind of thing. And Done then so. mm-hmm. instead of Carrie White burns in hell, on the house it was on her tombstone yeah oh it's yeah uh-huh exactly well on the property where the house was mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. was like a little cross there yeah. wasn't there and, and the then, original yeah and then this one it's like an actual graveyard yeah, yeah graveyard and then they've got a tombstone and carrie white burns in hell mm-hmm. and then the tombstone goes yep as soon as all the leaves starts floating around it not as big of a jump scare as mm-hmm. the original so the original wasn't a hand come like popping out yeah yeah i mm-hmm. remember it scared the shit out of me yeah and it like goes to white yeah yeah it made me jump i was like Whoa! and uh that is 2013's carrie i forgot about it while watching this mm-hmm. one and then i didn't think about that until just now and i'm like oh i'm glad it didn't get me again yeah that there wasn't another one um but yeah 2013's carrie a listener request from nikki a longtime listener of ours and we did this in honor of her birthday that happened in may but we were only able to get around to this now yeah um so uh, happy late birthday happy belated nikki but thank you as always for your um suggestions i have her um basically she she gave me a lot of good reasons why she loved this movie yeah let's hear them um so she gave the movie carrie 2013 five boos um and here we go i'm just gonna read what she said um she was uh about 23 years old uh when she first Sorry, I was about one. I was about 23 years old when I was, um, and it was so good, and it was different from the original version. So she was 23 when she watched it, I believe, for the first time, and or whenever it came out. And then all of the cast members did an amazing and excellent job in their characters. Um, three, her favorite character is Sue Snell because she stood up for herself when she uh, told her best friend, Chris Harginson, that she felt so bad for what they did to Carrie White in the showers. And she asked her boyfriend, Tommy Ross, to take Carrie to the prom instead of her. So she felt that she was being like super noble and like, you know, trying to make a right from a wrong. And um, which I agree. And for she did read the book by Stephen King. And this one is really based off. And this one, she feels like really follows the book really closely. Mm. And um, she is. uh, And then just to reiterate, even after the five boos, she's like, give it 10 out of 10. Like she really likes it. Yeah. Um, One of her favorites. So thank you so much for all of that input, Miss Nikki. Um, I would probably have to give this one um, a 3.8. 
Um, whenever it first came out, I watched it in theaters and I don't think I even had watched the original by the oh, time this yeah, one came yeah. out. So, cause I think I remember watching the original when we did it, covered it for our podcast was mm-hmm. my first time watching it. Um, and so I thought it was pretty good. I, um, was familiar with like the storyline cause obviously pop culture, everybody knows Carrie. Yeah. Um, uh, but in watching the original and this one, I can say there was like a bit of um, creepiness and eeriness that was missing. Um, this one kind of felt very like, what's the word? Like mainstream, I guess, if that feels right. Yeah. It felt very like this one was bringing it to um, more audiences. Like you said earlier, the, the more PG-ified, PG-13-ified version of what Carrie is. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, I mean, the storyline's pretty good. Um and I thought the effects in this one were pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed whenever at the end, like she was having the whole freak out scene and the blood started like floating off of her. Yeah, that like, was cool. It was really cool. That was cool. a cool added yeah, scene. It was pretty badass. Um, and so overall, I would give it a 3.8. Good. Yeah. I think I would probably give it a 3.5. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it's basically a shot for shot remake um, yeah. of the original. A few things, minor things tweaked here and there. And then just the added uh, of the cell phones and stuff like that, um, which is totally fine and made it relevant for today. I Like you did say, I would still like to see a remake where it's made in the 70s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it was still a really good film. Um, I I think all the actors delivered well. Um, I'm trying not to compare it to the original. Yeah. In its own, in its own right, in its yeah. own standing. If this was a standalone, had we never seen the other one, I mean, everybody did a pretty solid job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There um, are a few moments I, where Chloe Grace Moretz's performance didn't really hold up for me. I think that's, and that's the, the sad part for me too. Is I feel like everyone else outshined her in this movie than her. Yes, like Chris, I hated the bitch. Oh, hated, yeah, her. hated her she was so she did her job good she, she did her good role job. was for me to hate her and for her to play a nasty ass bitch and she did yeah um the teacher miss judy Greer, i thought judy Greer did a phenomenal job because i was like like i want her to be my teacher yeah <laughs> um i and, liked her she and she was she went about things in a little less callous way yeah i think than the original gym teacher did there was a bit more of humanity to her yeah a little bit even like the principal in this one <laughs> like his because he, he got her name right after the second time well not even he did but it also still gave like his like whole demeanor and like talking with the period and everything like i believed that person i know who that guy is where very he, awkward where he can't even talk like say the, the word period out loud you know yeah. um or exactly and then um yeah, everybody did pretty good. Um, except for I felt like the I felt like the least ones who did that great were the ones who were the main people, Tommy, Sue, and and Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I if I'm not comparing it to the original, then they did a really good job. There are some facts from the original that I wish like I but again, I don't think it's I don't think it's possible to, I mean, it would take someone, the perfect person playing Carrie mm, to be mm-hmm. able to reenact what Sissy's basic did in the original. I'm like trying to think of anybody today that I think that could even do that. And I don't think that anybody could honestly, yeah. cause it's such a iconic and very, um, she just brought something else to the role that I don't think it's like other some, people can bring. It's like, she was Carrie. It's like Laurie Strode. Nobody else can play Laurie Strode. Yeah. That cannot be recast, you know? And then her character in the original Halloween, like everybody, like that's a perfect 
or like a or even a Sydney Sydney Prescott. Yeah. Like you can't redo those. Like you know, you can add new characters. Like we had Scream twenty two and twenty one and twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like it's it's not Sydney. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not Sydney. It's still not the same. It's still good. Yeah. But it's, it's mm-hmm. just not quite the same. Some people are just iconic. That's all. Some characters. Yeah. They live on. Mm-hmm. And she was. Um, do we want to hear some fun facts? Yeah. Um, this is the first screen adaptation where Carrie is played by an actual teenager. Mm. Chloe Grace Moretz was 15 during filming. Wow, I didn't realize she was so young. And like, wasn't Sissy like 25 or 28 or something like that? Whereas Sissy Spacex and Angela Bettis, who played the role in Carrie in 1976 and 2002, respectively, were 25 and 28 when oh. they played Carrie. <laughs> the way I got both of them, the bit the different. Got it. Yep. Okay. Um, because Chloe Grace Moretz was a minor, she was limited to eight hours of work per day. When she was unavailable, uh. director Kimberly Pierce substituted. She would be off screen. This was only done with scenes that Julianne Moore would talk to Carrie. Ah, okay. So basically, yeah, any scenes, I guess, like where... Like the back of her head or something? Yeah. Yeah. She was replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz had admitted to not having watched any previous incarnation of Carrie prior to this film. She decided not to watch previous versions prior to making this film since she wanted to create her own spin on the character and not try to copy Sissy Spacex or Angela Bettis. That explains a lot, actually. Yeah, it does. I feel like that really explains a lot. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if she, it would have done her justice to watch the original. Yeah, she should have. Because she would have. You known. can still watch the original and then still make it your own. Yeah, there's but, ways but to do no, that. like, yeah, that makes That's a lot a, of sense. Probably a young judgment call there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's fun facts. Some fun facts there. It was the film debut for Ansel Elgort. I oh, didn't really? realize that. Hmm. That far, yeah, 2013. Jeez, okay. Wait, when did they... I feel like the Divergent series came a long time ago. When those uh, coming? I think they came out like in like 2014. Huh? Yeah. Huh. And um, yeah, 2014, 2015. Because I remember reading the books in high school mm. and in college. And then they came out while I was in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so. makes sense. So tw- between 2012 and 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is Carrie, you guys. Um, Thank you so much, Nikki, for recommending yes. this. It was still it was an enjoyable watch. I'm glad yeah. I watched it. And now I want to watch the 2002 version just yeah. to see. I'm interested. How. The differences. Yeah. All mm-hmm. the differences. See all these different iterations of Carrie. And both. They're all free on Prime if anybody's interested in watching them. Which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like that. Well, I mean, granted, if, if you have Prime. Prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't uh, have Prime, then they're not free. Sorry. Um, but. And technically, are they even free? No. Because you, <laughs> you have to pay for Prime. Yeah. Um, but we do. So they're free for us. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, like always, we're in the lovely Rugby Network studios. That's right. They take really great care of us. You can listen to us and all the other amazing podcasts on this network all in one central place. And that is RogueMediaNetwork.com. That's right. And if you would like to listen to us, um, anywhere else, the two biggest platforms would be Spotify and also Apple. Sorry. Kind of stumbled there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you didn't. And then if you want to reach out to us and let us know your listener request, um, we still have an ongoing list of requests that we're slowly making our way through. You can definitely do so. And uh, you can do that at our one social media platform, which is Instagram. And that is at Boobays Podcast. And that is B-O-O-B-A-E-S Podcast because we're your Boobays, not your Boobabes. So <laughs> <That's shit. right. laughs> yeah. Oh, did I do it right? Yeah, you did okay. it right. I feel like I messed up. I thought you were going to sneeze. Oh, no. <laughs> I got it in my head about it. Um, but yeah, so that is 2013's Carrie. You yes. got a five, 
a 4.8 or 3.8 mm-hmm. and a 3.5. And uh, so that's a pretty solid four. Four. Yeah. Overall. And uh, this also continues on on our decades of horror. So this is our 2010s uh, pick, which also really worked out with our listener requests. Mm-hmm. Um, and next week we will be covering something from the n- past three years. So yes. we will figure that out. We kind of have an idea, but I won't say it because maybe we won't. But it's an idea. Anyways. It's um, an idea. Until then, guys. Until then. Bye. Yep. Bye, base. Bye, base. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Ya comenzó la temporada más alegre en JCPenney. Con todas tus marcas favoritas para el hogar bajo un mismo techo, es muy fácil crear lindos ambientes en casa. Tenemos decoración de mesa para tus comidas en familia y los últimos modelos de Cooks, Cuisine Art y Martha Stewart para el chef de la casa. Prepara el cuarto de visita con artículos de Home Expressions, Linden Street y Liz Claiborne. Encuentra hoy todo lo que tienes en tu lista y aprovecha nuestras ofertas. JCPenney, celebraciones que valen la pena.